which was interesting to me. Like, I mean, I guess that's the difference between like somebody, I, I don't know, <clears throat> religious and spiritual, which are two things that are kind of thrown around. I, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Um, I mean, I feel like re- being religious pigeonholes you into like one certain category. Right. Um, if somebody tells you like, hey, well, I'm religious, you're automatically like, next question is like, oh, well, what religion are you? Right. And I think spiritual has turned, uh, I don't know, I guess a little bit more into like a hashtag than anything else these days. Because you can be, anybody can be spiritual. I feel like everybody's yeah, spiritual think it's, um, in one way or another. I I feel like, what's the word? Uh, there's a, a word for it. It's not atheist. What's the other one? Um, agnostic. Agnostic, yeah. I feel like agnostic people are as close to like spiritual as it gets like it's like so agnostic is like you believe in what is that? yeah i was just gonna say what is the actual <clears throat> it's like you believe in a, i think ass. a higher power of something like that but you're not sure what it is or if like we as human beings even really have the ability to comprehend what that might be at this point like agnostic a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of god or of anything beyond material phenomenon a person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in god Okay. Like, uh, I think it's like, yeah, it's, pr- I mean, probably. Yeah. So, but yeah, so not atheist. Atheist is like, no God. No, it, it does not exist. Agnostic is like, yeah. You're like, yeah. Something, but I don't know what it it's is. It's plausible, I guess, yeah, but I just right. don't know what it might be. And that, to me, is just like, okay, so like. So you, how do we, so how do we feel about introducing children into this then? Into religion? Yeah. I think should it's. We, should we not? I th- can it do more harm than good? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right, let's dive in it. Um, I don't know. These are these are conversations that I've had recently too, so that's why. Okay. So I bring it up. personally, I'm I'm for it. Um I I think that the kids could stand to to gain a lot from it, at least Perfect. initially. I think um to question it as you get older and as you learn more and experience more is natural and I think expected. And I think it's just raising them in the environment that it is okay to ask those questions and to have doubts and whatever, and to address them appropriately and not say that this is the end all be all to everything. But at at a certain point you do say like, okay, yes, like we, we don't know all of these things. This is what faith means. Um, And then it's time to like explain to them what your viewpoints are, which I think I fall more in line with that agnostic point of view now than I than I ever have. For sure. Um, I was raised Christian, obviously, and, and obviously, like everybody. <laughs> well, obviously, I don't know if I'd be able to guess at this point. <laughs> at, yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing is, <clears throat> it does provide for kids um, your first, like outside of your parents, it provides your first like moral compass, mm-hmm. right? Like here's your, you know, your left and right lateral limits, essentially like you do this, like this is why this is considered bad. And it's like for without that, it's like, Oh, well you just know that's bad because your mom said it's bad. But like now here's this whole community of people that's saying that this behavior is bad. And obviously this isn't, we're not talking about like talking back or anything like that. This stuff will get hit on in their little Sunday school stuff. But this is like, Hey, don't hurt somebody. Like don't kill somebody. Don't steal. Don't do like the big ones. Right. Mm-hmm. The big um, 10, the big 10, we'll call them the big 10, <laughs> the big 10. Um, I, I think it does serve that purpose. And then there is, um, like, I know personally, 
whatever as a kid right like um you are told that like the like literally uttering the name jesus is powerful in its own sense and if there's any kind of evil about you like they it's supposed to just run away or cower at at the mentioning of of that right Mm -hmm. um and so i remember as a kid like if i ever felt like kind of like uneasy or whatever we were by ourselves a lot sure um and if there were like and I, I couldn't tell you what it was that would cause these feelings or whatever, but just being by yourself as a kid and having like, you have rational fears. You're like, okay, well, you know, this could be happening across the street or maybe those were gunshots or maybe whatever, but there were those feelings that like you just have, where you just have a bad feeling or whatever. You can't really explain. And I was just scared or whatever for, for nothing. I, I couldn't explain why I felt that way, but I remember just saying that because hearing my mom tell me that, Oh yeah. Like if, you know like there's just something evil around or whatever and saying that and feeling better like Mm -hmm. physically feeling better after having said that out loud and being like all right well i sprayed raid on whatever the (laughs) whatever the cockroaches were in here like whatever and 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 like it gave me that sense of like um i guess i guess it's confidence to just be like okay well we're good now um and i'm not saying to you know, do exactly that to the kids. But I'm saying like, that is an example of something good that came from it for me. Anyway, it was like, I couldn't explain what was going on or why I was feeling the way that I did. I couldn't get a hold of my mom. It was me and my brother. We weren't supposed to be like letting anybody know that we were by ourselves. It wasn't like I could like text my grandma or something or have somebody come by. Like it was, right, right. um, so I mean, yeah, there's that. And I, like I said, the moral compass of things I think is just huge to like have a community say like it's just more people you're like oh okay and then you're in that kind of bubble for the time being as a kid i think it helps um and then like i said as as you get older and i think not to say not to say that super religious people aren't intelligent but i think it's kind of a mark of intelligent people to sort of start to question these things and doubt um not to say like, hey, none of this happened, but obviously maybe not exactly the way that it's being reported. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Makes sense. So what conversations no, I just, led to this I'm, conversation? I'm just interested to see like how far like down the rabbit hole like that goes. Because as I think we're both the type of people that we have a hard time like being like one foot in, one foot out or something. So it's like, yeah, when I do this, and like I know I've been told this before, it's like, man, like, be careful what you get into because, like, it starts becoming mildly obsessive. So I have a hard time, like, dedicating, especially now, like, having, you know, kids and the home life and balancing that with work and then, and everything else. You, time, you start trying to not limit, but, but I guess uh, curate what you're like letting into your life mm-hmm. and what's going to take up that time. Because obviously if I'm spending time in one thing, what, what is the like reward or what am I getting? What, are, what benefits are coming from the time that I'm spending doing like X thing? So it, not that like, I don't think people should like, Oh, you know, I, 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 I will admit I've never really understood people that, are like, oh, like, I'm just going to do this. There's absolutely no value to it, but, like, I guess it makes me feel good or whatever, and that's fine. I guess there's there's a time and a place to 
so yeah, I don't typically do things in my life where I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this and be mediocre at it. I'm mature enough to know that I'm not going to be the best at everything that I do. But that doesn't mean that like I'm going to jump into something and be like, yeah, you know, fucking whatever. I'm going to I'm going to consciously and willingly allow this person to be better at this than I am. Yeah, I have I kind of have an issue with whatever that is. That being said, I can more excuse, I guess, activities that aren't as crucial um, like along those lines, I feel like re- obviously religion means different things to different people. Right. In my, like I was, I was raised Christian. Um, it was a huge thing. Like it was a big thing in like the first part of my life. Um, to the point where the, the church that I was, I was raised in could probably looked more, more at as a cult and not, necessarily like a mainstream religion so it was non-denominational but like under the christian umbrella yeah um and then look at but that here's the thing like i could at you know five six years old like recite like books of the bible and was like really well versed at a young age in like this like religion and 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 other religions too because it was a big thing to be like oh well you know we need to convert other people and other people like if if they're not part of this religion, they're going to hell and like things like that. Obviously a lot of things in my life changed. Um, that contradicted a lot of that stuff as well. Right. And I see a lot of religion. Like I have like two problems like with religion. I think there's a lot of good benefits. I think most people that are religious probably have the best intentions. Um, that being said, I think a lot of people like in the world as well are, just following the fucking flow of things. Oh, I'm sure. And a lot of things are, are like a security blanket for like, I I would argue with, argue that they're functioning adults, but like people that should be functioning adults. Um, and now my kind of viewpoint now with like religion or, or whatever people would like to call it. Like I look at people that say from the, the broad spectrum of people that are like, Hey, that legitimately have whatever you want to define faith as. Like I have faith that like X is this all the way down to like the girl that's posting on Instagram hashtag faith. So there's the broad <laughs> spectrum of right. the people that are devoutly faithful and are making life choices and life decisions that aren't always easy based on faith to, Hey, I'm going to use faith as a hashtag because it's trending right now. Right. And my ass is also in the picture. Right. I have like, or no, I've seen those. Yeah. That like the IG models that are just dude. Com- like, like hardly covered. Hashtag spiritual gangster. But like, like no, okay. not even that, but it's just like at the very top first thing in their bio, not even their name is first things first, like all glory to God. hundred percent. Check this ass out. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which however you want to rationalize that, that's yeah. fine. I don't think that, I don't think that the same thought, is put into that as like the monk that's pouring gasoline on himself and burning himself <laughs> in a third world country to bring They're not even close right to, to bring thing. to bring awareness to like world hunger or something like that <laughs> like you're using the same word that means a different thing right hey instagram person use a different sound coming out of your mouth yeah. to describe whatever the fuck you're trying to get your point across or how you're gonna validate with what you're doing right 
I, which but is that what it is though? Is that them validating that, or is that just? I them, don't think it is. I, I'm giving trendy, that's like more benefit of the doubt. Okay. Um, so on both sides of that spectrum, I am going to make a blanket statement right now that faith is fucking lazy. Uh, that's. I, I I'm making a hard stance right now. I'm okay. making a hard stance. Okay. No, I I'm not saying that it's not good intentioned in some cases. Okay. A lot of cases, uh, historically, I think it's been good. Like uh, had very like good intentions. I think, especially nowadays, which is all I can really like judge it on. Like I don't really care in the 1800s how faith was. Like whatever, I'm sure they had their own problems. They were fucking burning witches based yeah. on faith. So right. that's their fucking problem. Um, nowadays, I feel like faith has gone mainstream in the same way that everything else has where it is an excuse for someone else to tell you how you should be living or what you should be doing with your life. Yeah. And no, and like no matter what, no matter, and I'm not saying that people aren't making hard decisions based off of faith, but if that hard decision somehow doesn't work out in their life, it's not their fault. It's either they didn't have enough faith or this was always the plan instead of, Hey, maybe you were just a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> And didn't yeah. make this happen. So, yeah. No. I, and so went off like a, a cop feeling. out. Kind of right. hundred percent, dude. Okay. So like I get that part of it and I, but I also have a hard time separating like religion and faith. I believe in the values and I think the values are right. really good. And I've seen a lot of good people live good, decent lives based on those values. So right. I don't want to like take that away from anybody. That's, right. that's great. That's awesome. Um, if that's how you like, you're living your life, chances are those people would probably be living that way without the religion. Right. At a basic level. Right. 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 I get that. Like, Oh, well I had a needle in my arm for 20 years and now, but even that, you know, I had a needle in my arm for 20 years and now faith is what like pulled me out of this. Well, the belief in something pulled you out of that. Right. Sure. You'd you still had to actively decide to change your life, whatever that's based on. And yeah. if you want to use Jesus as the, like the, the basis on how you got that, you know, more power to you. That's awesome. If you want to use fucking Elmo, guess what? You're the same in my book. So you got the needle out of your arm. That's really all that anyway, fucking matters. Right. So my thing, like bringing it back to like children is, is like how immersed, cause I've had this conversation. Do you get them. It's like, okay. Like, these are great values. They're like generally good people. Um, and I, I say that loosely. They're generally good Ge people. Generally. Yes. I mean, I, I think you could out of all demographics in the whole world, I think like pastors, priests and youth leaders probably hold a large slice of the pie chart in kitty touchers and pedos. Well, so I'm going to say vast, all Christians, right? I'm going to say vastly, uh, uh, vastly, the majority will we'll, we'll give them that are good people, um, but it's also like anything else, a, a blanket for people to hide under and like live their life a certain way, yeah, and kind of like write things off as like you know, and and I get it, like yeah, like I want my kids to have good values. I think that like the lion's share of that should come from me. Um, if I don't, then why should they? Right. But I also have a hard time, like what, 
if they're going to church and I'm telling them that this is something that they should value, something they should spend their time doing, something that they should believe, they should also look at me and say like, oh, okay, well, that's because that's something that you value and you put your time into it and right. something that you believe. And if I'm just, if I'm going through the motions and just like going to church every Sunday to bring them to church every Sunday, like, I don't know, like, hey, this is, this is what we do. Like, right. This is, and I get it. Like if that's a traditional family thing and this is what we do and like we go with grandma and like whatever, right. nothing to take away, like nothing, I don't want to take anything away from the people that do that. And that's, but to me, it sounds like an activity. Yeah. You know, is it an activity around good, wholesome values? Yeah, sure. Like, I'm not, I'm not arguing that at all. And if that's what you're using it for, then fine. But I think there's this, at some point, like, is it more confusing to a child later on where they're like, hey, I'm hearing all of this. They're going to hear a more convicted point of view at the church, most likely, unless you're right. fully immersed in, in like, whatever that happens to be unless you're like at home you're doing the stuff at home you're like praying before every meal and you know everything everything and you're not doing everything so, that dude, people at church are telling you you shouldn't be doing on that note well a couple things one initially i was supposed to go or i kind of was like okay if you want to take them take them and initially that was my stance like i was just like i'm I'm going to hang out like it's right up the street. Give me a call if anything happens, whatever. Yeah. Um, but she was like, can you come with me the first time just so that we're in a new space? Come with me, blah, blah, blah. And we'll figure it out and then I'll take them. Okay, cool. So I went the first time and I think I'm going to end up going, you know, the next maybe one or two times just to like really get the boys settled. In. The other point that you made, and it's just kind of funny you brought it up was um, the other day the neighbors were over. We all had dinner here. And then we watched like the new Disney movie because they got a bunch of kids. And um, before we ate, they all stopped. Their oldest daughter prayed before, and I looked at, <laughs> I looked at, I looked at both, <laughs> I looked at both of the boys, and they were just looking around like, "What the fuck is going on right now? Like everybody's why is every, why is everyone have their eyes closed? Why is everyone staring down right now?" She, she, I think heard that she was praying kind of like in the middle of it and then realized like oh shit and like put her head down but the boys were still looking around like what the fuck is going on and i just it was kind of a weird thing for me and i know that um their their parents my neighbors like the adults i know they they kind of noticed um and they just kind of laughed it off like they were like they look like they were like what's going on you know whatever and i was just like yeah we're not gonna do this you know <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> Um, but it is, it is kind of funny, but I did like not feel bad. Um, but I, I did the older, the older they get, the more you're going to have to at least explain to them that, like, Hey, this is what that is. It's 100%. not wrong. It's yeah. just, you know, what certain people do. Um, well, to have a general respect anyway of like, Hey, this is what in any environment you're in. I right. mean, it's the same thing. Like right. my kids, grandparents, uh, pray before every meal and everything else. And it's like, Hey, right. it doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. Like you're going to be respectful. You're going to bow your head and not talk. Right. And like, you know, whatever. And then that does, that doesn't necessarily only extend to like family things. That's going to happen right. in general. Like, yeah. Hey, why do we put our hand over our heart for the pledge of allegiance? Yeah. Even if in some weird universe, we don't agree with that at some point. Right. But 
So, uh, yeah, like exposing them to it and like seeing it and, and like explaining it to them is like obviously I think a staple of just the culture we live in. There's so many different right. things. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's one of those things we've kind of gone back and forth with. So are you – would you say that you are against like taking the kids to church um, so I have to kind of separate my personal feelings from some of that stuff right. as well. I'm very like I have based on my, my life experience, I have big problems with like um, organized religion, like sure. organized church. Yeah. And I feel like if, it, and again, nothing against people that like go or make that a part of their lives for whatever the reasons, I can't tell you each individual person's reasons. They might, they may have a good reason for going to it. Right. Um, and it, it's obviously a conversation that can go on for like hours and hours and hours and right. get into like theological things. We won't, we won't do that. And, <laughs> and everything else. But I have a big problem with I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to tell my kids this is the right way to go and them to buy into whatever it is because dad's saying like, hey, well, like this is what's right. Right. And then, and then tell them down the line, hey, like you can choose, like you can choose and be like, wait a minute, like either I'm going to hell because I'm not <laughs> part of this religion, which is what church is going to tell them. Right, right. Either I'm like, I'm going to hell or I get to choose. And that's where I'm like, yeah. Well, choosing actually, yeah, your own ability to choose actually goes into like specifically goes into like free will and 100% the, that yeah. old deal. <laughs> And at a young age, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, oh, they go to Sunday school. They are exposed to, like, that kind of stuff. Sure. I think there's, like, a middle ground where kids are super impressionable. And there's there, whatever dad and mom are saying is okay is okay. Like, I oh, I should listen, listen to this person, like a teacher at school. Hey, this person is teaching, like, math. Right. If they're teaching you that, that's what's right. Okay, cool. Two plus two is four or whatever. Every time. Yeah. Until... <laughs> Four is gender neutral. I don't know. Um, well, four identifies as a three. Yeah, until the, until then, like two and two is four. But they're trusting that, like, because if they were coming home and being like, "Oh, math is so hard," like I don't get it and whatever, and I'm just like, "Math is bullshit." By the way, like none of that shit's real. They're gonna go back and have the mindset of like, "Well, my dad said math is bullshit." Yeah. Like you can shove math up your ass. Mama told me to tell you uh, straight up, dude. So. By proxy, like bringing a, a child of a certain age and impressionability to something like that, like you are putting your stamp of approval on like, this is what you should believe. Like I'm putting you in front of another adult that's telling you certain things. Why would I put you in front of an adult if it's bullshit coming out of their mouth? And so for me, I, I think I, I see it anyway. Obviously, we don't know how this is going to happen. But in my head, the way things always go perfectly, right, is it's kind of it kind of unfolds as they encounter situations that require me to explain certain things right mm -hmm. like i don't ever see my kids being assholes like not in in a true sense like sure. they kind of are right now but like they not in a true sense of just being a bully or somebody who's who's um a bigot in some capacity like it's just not that's not how they're being raised and when they encounter a situation where um we'll just say like uh, would somebody would have to take like a religious extremist stance like uh so, something they their friend's gay or something right or they have a friend who turns out to be gay 
And that's something that you have to navigate as somebody who's growing up, as a human who's growing up. You're like, oh, wait, whoa, there's this other kind of person out there. Sure. Um, or this person who, you know, feels whatever way. And this place that I've been going to once a week tells me that they're going to burn. Like, how do, what happens here? Right. But it also says that, like, th- you love everyone. Like, so that, that is, there's, that's one of the biggest contradictions that I have with this whole thing. But um, not that I even really have a dog in the fight, but it's just right. a blatant contradiction. 100%. Um, so in my head, it's like it kind of unfolds with, with each situation. And it's like, okay, well, well, yes, you were told that, you know, here's, here's how I feel. And I think that having that relationship with your, with your kids um, lets you, lets them really like, I don't know. I feel like these things happen when they're older, when you can explain things to them a, a bit more and say like, Hey, yes. Like as, as a, as a whole, everything that you're told on Sunday is like in general. Okay. There are a few big points that you're going to encounter that we're going to have to talk about. And when you get there, we'll talk about them, but there's no reason to adjust them ahead of time. Like just as these things come up, be sure to keep it like, and, and that's my biggest, like I, I want so badly for them to call Like when they're in any kind of situation, be it that, be it like they come ha- came home from school and their friend came out as gay. They want, I, I want them to feel as comfortable talking to me about that as they are about last week's football game or something. Or, I mean, I assume every parent wants this, right? Like if you're in that much trouble, like the first thing you, I want them to think is like, fuck, I got to call my dad, you know, or my parents. Like, um, so I don't know. I think it's just, it really is on you to establish that relationship and cultivate that, that relationship and the ability to openly communicate with them about whatever the hell, um, they're thinking about so that as these questions arise, you can address them and kind of like give them their, like we talked about religion, giving you your left and rights, but then giving them their actual left and rights. You know what I mean? Like here's yeah. in general, but here's how dad feels about it. Here's how mom feels about it. And maybe that's different, but that's kind of the point, right? Is like, yeah. Your mom and I don't see this exactly the same way, but you know, we're a family. We live in the same house. We spend every minute with each other in this house and that's okay that we have different points of view. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. I think that might go into like maybe like curating, like what, what particular church you go to as well, you know? And I know, and, and that's super hard because especially religion, religious based things want to have you say like, look, you don't need to go look around. You don't need to go shop churches or whatever. It's based on faith. You either have it or you don't have it or whatever. But there is, I mean, there is a lot of different like beliefs, um, like belief systems. I mean, I know a lot of people that are like just, to, I mean, since we're on the topic that are religious and also homosexual. And which I I don't understand. I've never discussed with these people. I know who you're talking about or not who, but I mean, I know yeah. people like that as well and good and, on them. And that's where like they, they say like, well, and it almost, and nothing against them, but it almost seems like cherry picking what you want. Like, Oh, well I like these things out of a religion. I like that it brings me this and this, but I don't agree with 
It's like, well, you don't agree well, with obviously. you going to hell then. <laughs> right. Like, Which because that does. I mean. Right. Because that's what, like, that's what the fuck they're telling you. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. You're like, don't die. Like, <laughs> you better live it up right now because whatever. And then all this time that you're spending, like, going to church and maybe not doing certain things because the church is not telling you to do things really in the end doesn't matter because there's one fundamental belief that you don't agree with them with that has damned your eternal soul anyway. So, yeah, I mean, and, and that's fine if you're like, Hey, look, that's fine. I just use it for whatever it is. I think that's a mature adult decision that you can make and say like, I like hanging out with these people. They're good people. It's better for me. Like I'm going to, like nine times out of 10, find a better crowd to hang out with at church than I am at the local bar. Okay. Better in what way? Sure. I get that. I'm hypothetically. Okay. Like okay. if someone like playing devil's advocate here, I'm staunchly against it. Like I, who's the devil? <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that. I mean, that's just where like, you're staunchly against what now? Organized religion. Right. Okay. Like as a, as a thing, I so, guess. Uh, I mean, there's a, I think, but there's a lot of things that like go into that where can you, I mean, at the end of the day, if you have to be your child's moral compass about religion, mm-hmm. is religion a moral compass? Well, it's not necessarily, well, yeah. I you guess. know, at the well, end of the day, largely, the buck stops where making, you're at. You're making, yeah, of course. But that's yeah, big. Little, I mean, that's, that's a, that, I feel like that's a major tweak it's, to me, you know, where if they go and they say, look, like thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. And you're like, God damn it. And dude, they're like, well, dad, you're going to hell. Dude, that's... And you're like, well, look. It's shades of gray. Yeah. Like that's a thing. And, or like, oh, I have a relative that is is gay, you know, right. and, and you have to bring. That's not a small thing. That first of all, that's someone's. Well, like, I guess it can be argued like life choice. But. I mean, to throw it in the face of religion, to a lot of people, it's not a life choice. It is something that, whether you want to fucking argue that to the death or not, is something you're born as, or born with, or don't have any control over. And to tell someone, like, how do you reconcile that to your child? Like, hey, you should go here every week, but these people are saying that fucking Aunt Karen's going to hell. Right. Take the good and leave the bad. Like, that's, that's a big, that's rough. And I think that's rough for a kid to like, yeah. like wrap their head around, especially when they're like, they get into it and they're like, oh, and this is my Sunday Sweet. school teacher. Yeah. And like, these are the kids that I like. And the more Sweet parables. Right. And they're like, they buy in, you know, which you should. I don't think you should be putting your in, your kid into anything they shouldn't have to buy into. Like, right. that's like, yeah, buy into it. Like, I've said this is okay. Like, whatever else. You know this what is, else is a great teacher of equality. The military. 100%. <laughs> We didn't have these problems in the military. <laughs> sure did. No, but don't get me wrong. Like there's ab- there are absolutely racist fucks yes, in there. 100%. I I had some of them in my platoon, and they would. Uh, it's one of these where like they make comments, sure. But I think in having they're not out lynching other people. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> like it's like um, that you could just I don't know. And maybe it was uh, maybe it was a. Um, lack of exposure kind of deal for 100%. me where it was just like a that's yeah yeah that's that's right you're a racist that's right ra- that's racist you're racist and then it was guys well, come look at this yeah, yeah. i found a racist but then it's like it's like well no he's just like from a different part of the country he's just telling a joke he's something he thinks is funny and whether that's offensive to you or not is a separate sure. discussion but well and if that's actually oh. if that's like his upbringing at 
But, right. And I mean, it, but the other thing is like, it doesn't change how that dude is going to react in any given situation that you two right. sp- specifically were to find yourself in. Like, it, I, which is honestly kind of what matters. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, somebody's feelings might get hurt or something like that. But at right. the end of the day, like that dude's going to like pick you up and drag you out of a fucking firefight. Right. I mean, what, what would you rather have? Like, look, I don't want him to drag me out of the firefight. Yeah, I'd rather exactly. him talk nicely to me. And, but you, you know what's funny hell. is there are absolutely people that exist and walk around today like regular people who feel that way. Well, th- <laughs> they're just they, like, well, they I say that feel that they say they feel true. that way and never have never been in a situation like that because yeah, that's sure, true. like there was somebody that was homosexual in my platoon and black. Oh, you know, and and it it was one of those <laughs> things where like at first were people like I don't I don't really know how to handle like this situation. Sure. And then when it came down Sounds to it, Sounds like a lot. Like, yeah, and you're in the mud with that person and that person is performing and doing their fucking job, everything else goes out the window. It's like, oh, man. Because I'm not saying that, like, oh, I don't know. Like, you, especially if you come from a certain place that you can't help. Like, yeah, your fucking upbringing, you were raised by an uncle that was just, like, hated black people. I'm sorry, but, like, that is something that, like, you're going to have a hard time getting away from. Sorry. No, like no matter what, like you are going to have a hard time getting away from that because that's somebody in your life that has told you a certain thing. And then that experience later in life has showed like, this doesn't matter. My uncle was ignorant as fuck. Right. Now I'm going to like make a decision based on like what I'm seeing in the world around me. So yeah, I mean, I don't, but again, like if, when I can control things or like I see certain things, like I, I, I struggle putting my children in a situation that I know like, I don't believe, or even not that he, not that I necessarily like don't believe it, but even if I was on the fence about something, we're like, ah, I don't know, like I'm not going to take a journey of self discovery with them in tow. Like, oh man, well so, this could go either way. Well, I guess we'll fucking find out together. What? I, <laughs> so what about what about? Um, so I have this thing with the kid when I pick him up from school. It's, hey, what'd you learn today? Mm-hmm. Tell me something you learned, and. I feel like the same thing can be applied and we have a discussion about it. Like I'm like, Oh cool. And I'll find a way to apply what he learned to like my experience. And it gives him a little something like, Oh, like that's some real world stuff and not just like my teacher saying it. And I feel like the same kind of technique can be applied to Sundays when they get back. Like, Hey, what'd you guys talk about today? And there that goes. And okay. So what do you think about it? And you can have that discussion and start that kind of open dialogue about it. And they grow up in more of a, um, and more, more in that environment where you have an open dialogue about these things yeah. and not so much like a, well, pastor hit that nail home today, so that's what it is. Like, no, let's go home and let's talk about I mean, it. That, like, that all goes back to personal responsibility on a parent's part, too, which I think is, I think maybe like maybe that's the middle ground. Maybe if like you're with somebody or you have a spouse that is like, no, like I think church is a good idea. It's something I was raised with. It's like this or that. Great. And you can kind of maybe counterbalance that with an open dialogue but like out again like like we talked about last time like outsourcing your parenting to somebody else i think is what people do they're out and not just with children you know how many times how or how many children do you see where their parents are dropping them off at church like it's really big oh. where they're like oh okay yeah maybe hey, later right? you're going to church or you're going to youth group or something like that and you're because it's a they know it's a safe place you know for their kid to be relatively safe place for their kid to be 
Um, but what they don't know or what they're not paying attention to is some other adult that they're giving the okay to is teaching their children something without them being a part of it. They're yeah. just saying like, oh, well, this is like, and I, and that's where it's like, oh, okay, pick a good daycare provider, but I'm also not paying my daycare provider to educate my child on where their soul's going after they die. So like, there's a difference there. So I think like hitting that middle ground of being able to like talk to your kid and be like, hey, like, hey, this is just something that you do. Like, let's talk about it afterwards and not completely outsourcing your parenting to a yes. pastor or a Sunday school teacher or something like that and letting them, which I don't even, I don't know if I really even believe with in letting a, a child like decide until a certain age, like what they believe. Like I don't, and, and that's more, I don't want to put it on my six year old right. to decide what the fuck religion they're going to be like that's way out of their scope of understanding so uh, but i don't know that that's really their decision to make at least that early on because no, they don't have yeah that's what i'm saying it's not theirs like no 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 we like, shouldn't be putting that on them to do no that. so but it, but you have to give them you don't have to but i mean it's obviously i feel that there are some benefits to it um i i agree with like i, I hadn't thought about i guess the idea of like telling them you don't even have to tell them not to dive headfirst into something. Cause if you're going to like, if they're going and their mom's going and it's a whole thing, like they're going to dive into it and that's going to be what they bring home. It's going to become a part of who they are. Um, but I hadn't thought about how or with the potential ramifications of telling them to, you know, or allowing them to dive into this and then having the conversation later of, well, I know that I've, you know, you've been going, but, um, I don't really feel that way, or we don't really feel that way. Well, I mean, playing devil's advocate, what if it would be, I guess, the converse of that situation would be if one of their friends went to church and they're like, hey, like my friend invited me to go to church. I want to go. So now you're making that decision between, am I going to be against this or right. now open minded on the other end of like, oh, okay, go, come back, tell me what you thought, tell me what you like. I'm about that. We're taught and things like that. Personally. Which, yeah. And I don't know if I'm ready to make the stance of telling my child church is wrong. No. Or bad. And I, and I don't, or so, but here's the thing. Don't believe certain things. Here's the thing is along the lines of this whole conversation, they could grow up and find Jesus yeah. and be like, what the fuck, Dad? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why'd you keep Jesus in the closet this whole time? No pun intended. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I don't know. I just feel like, no, by no means should you be telling them that it's wrong or anything like that. But I think that's the, the way, dude. It's just like, it's it's an open dialogue. And that kind of falls in line with almost everything. Like, I tell my kids all the time, like, I don't know every, I don't know anything. I barely know anything. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I think that's, the key there is just keeping that open dialogue with everything and making sure that they feel comfortable talking to you about whatever. Um, and I guess breaking it down, my big sticky point mm -hmm. is just what am I putting my stamp of approval on? I mean, if I, Nothing. I get, and, and that is like, I guess that's all in the presentation. Like, oh, hey, like we're going to go do this. It's obviously going to be a big thing. Like if you go on a Sunday, like yeah. I know if I take my oldest to church on a Sunday, that's going to be, a big shift like wait okay we're getting up early i gotta put a dress on right like i have to look presentable so it's funny it's, she doesn't swear it's, the three-year-old does so <laughs> that'd be a change can't call people bitches at church you you can i guess it's the thing is it's not like, like jesus isn't gonna love you right like so the thing is and it's fun it's 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 actually like phenomenal to me how how quickly they 
they associate something with routine. Mm-hmm. We went once. Yeah. And that's what we do now. We went <laughs> once. Yeah. And the following Sunday, it is what it is. Church wasn't convenient for me the following Sunday, which right. I, that's where I'm at, dude. Like I, I, it's not high on my priority list. I also don't believe that even for someone that's religious, if you don't go to church on Sundays, personally, I, I don't believe that that should, you know, keep you on the other side of that red velvet rope that it, that, yeah. you know, that guards the gates, the pearly gates. But um, again, I don't make the rules. Either. Exactly. Exactly. You know what but I mean? But I mean, so the thing is like, uh, church wasn't convenient that day. So we didn't go, um, mommy and daddy drank a little bit on Saturday, so we didn't get out there, but like, you know, Sunday morning came a little faster than we thought it was. I, I don't know. Um, Either way, so we were getting on the freeway like later that day, and he's like, "Hey, I thought we were gonna go to church," and I was like, "Uh, yeah, um, you know, we're uh next Sunday, dude. We'll go next Sunday." And yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I just thought it was kind of a funny observation that they just, but I guess it's but at, that's human nature, right? At it's like at that age for sure. At I mean, at, but really extrapolate that into like adulthood. Like we by nature want routine. Yes. Like we want to see that routine. And as, like as a child, that's what adds at ch- children. Well, I feel thrive are, in that, are always looking for stability. Like yes. what is like, what is the most stable thing? Yeah. hundred percent. Like we, we are looking for all the way down to like our music. Like we like rhythm. We like, um, you know, some type of order to whatever's happening. And at a child's level that like that's what that is at an adult's level. I feel like that's what drives people into religion and into church is instability. Like, Oh shit, I don't know where my next meal is coming from. Church offers food. I don't like, I like drugs is not stable. I need to get out of that. They offer a rehab program. Hmm. Um, I was abused and no one loved me. Now here's a, here's 500 people that say that they love me unconditionally fucking roger that sign me up like <laughs> yeah. all it fills these gaps that people have yeah and i guess that we're just going more into like the theology of like sure religion yeah, and yeah things exactly like that but for children i guess that like that you're right like that is something where i guess you i guess you just have to be careful on like what you're saying is uh, you know because if you do it if you set a routine you're you're subconsciously telling that child that's important like this is what yeah. we do we brush our teeth every night it's important to brush your teeth every night. Like we go to school it, every it, that's day. That's objectively important, though. Right. Well, I mean, there's nothing more objective than, or subjective, I guess, than religion. That's why I said objective. Right. That's so, objectively important. So I mean, but I mean, well, that's arguable, right? To me, it's subjective. It's highly subjective. In fact, religion may be the most subjective thing in the world to me, to my father. It's the most objective thing in the whole world. Yeah. Like you can't find something more objective. If the yeah, if the world falls apart tomorrow and nothing is what it is, that is still the same, right? No matter what. At, I mean, and that's just the way it goes, I guess. Right? Like, I mean, that's yeah. that's what is expected, right? Like, it's supposed to be like unwavering faith. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, middle ground. Middle ground. Be active in your kid's life, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything else, really, I guess. I mean, them go, dude, them going to school, a public school system is... is <laughs> yeah, becoming less and less desirable. Yeah, you know? Like, I mean, like it's... Uh, I mean, they're just so easily influenced right. and, and wanting that 
acceptance on on different levels um that's just human nature and when they get told something say they can get told the same thing the same exact thing can be that can happen at school they fall into a group of church kids who i don't know you know they just happen to like befriend a kid that's super religious um i just feel like the the i don't use risk in a, in a sense that it's dangerous but i mean the potential for them to run into any given scenario in a public school is, is just the same so i think that's where i think that's where the importance is of just like making sure you're talking to them about everything and giving them your giving them the tools and i guess teaching them the ability to to um think critically on things um we, we know we're we know currently like several adults who who can't manage to do critical thinking right. or complete critical thinking so i mean teaching that skill at a young age and in all, across all aspects of life is huge yeah and i think that's where that middle ground comes in of like yeah go do this thing let's see what we can learn from it because even as of right now i take kind of a kind of a hippie stands on like winning and losing whereas i used to be like you you just win like i don't i don't give a shit you you just win right you just win <laughs> yeah. um like lose losing wasn't a fucking option and now it's like okay well we either win or we learn that's what i've been telling the oldest is like because he gets so heartbroken over a loss which i understand to some degree d- degree if you're going to like if you poured your heart into something mm-hmm. your heart and soul into something and you genuinely failed and you need to cry and and you have that moment of of you know a breakdown that's fine because that's that's like just a culmination of all of that work and effort that you put into something and what you'd almost rather see like if yeah. a kid walks off and they're like fucking whatever right then exactly. it's like oh you put nothing into exactly this like how okay. much did that matter to you right um so th- and th- that's fine but i mean like so to 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 get away from the kind of mini meltdowns that come from like losing at a video game which i i mean i I, I remember getting frustrated or angry with video games for sure, but I, I was never sitting in my room like in tears or anything like that. Like, yeah. And so it's just kind of like, dude, okay, you didn't, well, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't really happen to video games, but I got, he's the youngest kid on the block minus the baby. Mm-hmm. So like these kids that are running around with like three years on him are running circles around him playing soccer in the street or something like that. So he just gets really frustrated and he's just like, I can't, I, I can't do what they do. And I'm like, okay, well, you didn't lose like like he's like well we lost and he's crying and whatever you didn't lose you you got to learn you can either win or you learn it's a different same same letter it's a different word though because if you lost it's an opportunity for you to learn how to do something better yeah you know and so that's just kind of the mentality that i'm teaching right now but um so to go along those lines like learn learn from everything so pull what you can from the and i guess it is kind of cherry picking but it's if you take that mentality and apply it to your life entirely then it's not really that big of a deal to do it to to religion specifically because if you say you know what this is the mentality that we have in general it's like i'm going to take what i can and learn what i can from any little thing and religion is just another thing that i do on sundays or whatever from going and playing football you're learning structure you're learning how to take instruction or from you know another adult or whatever how to be part of a team you know when you go over here on Sundays, you're learning how <laughs> other important things. Yeah, <laughs> nothing comes right to mind, but I, I'm certain there's something. Yeah, uh, there, there, there has to be. Um, 
like if nothing else, that moral compass, at least the um, the the reinforcement of the same basic set of moral standards that we have as just decent people, just having those standards kind of reinforced for the most part by like a larger community, I think is is cool yeah. um, for them anyway. And I'm not saying like to drink the Kool-Aid entirely, but that's why we come back and have discussions about what we're, what points, what taking points we have from today. Yeah. Um, sick. 